Hi, I'm Bindu Bathai. I'm a lifelong dream chaser, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. Thank you for joining me today. I have a wonderful, wonderful friend of mine here with you, um, Vinda Mathai. She is a professional makeup artist in the industry for 14 years. She has a bachelor's of science in psychology, and that's been a part of her life from even before it was an official degree. Um, she loves to learn as much as possible to advance her craft. She's always trying to pick up new techniques and tips and tricks and is helping others at the same time. Three and a half years ago, she returned to school to receive her aesthetics license and her passion for skincare and makeup artistry led her to actually opening up her own studio called Bindu Inspired Makeup Studio and Spa in Nyack, New York, just earlier this year in August, 2015. So thank you so much for joining the show, Bindu. Thank you for having me, I and mean, I'm excited to be here. Now, I've known you a long time, and I believe, yeah. yeah, as long as I've known you, you have been into makeup. Yes, I have. How did that happen? Is Was it the natural uh, girls like makeup thing, or was there any thing that kind of hit you and was like, I love this? Uh, there is a story. So when I was younger and I used to take tap and ballet and I grew up in a predominantly Italian neighborhood and I was really one of the only um, Indian girls. And so we would always have a little bit of trouble finding makeup to suit my skin. And so I think when my friend's mom tried to help me kind of fit in as much as possible with the rest of the my dance team, I think it's kind of left an impression and I was like, I want to be able to do that for other people. So I think it stayed with me from the age of like eight. So did you always, so at the age of eight, I mean, I'm not mm -hmm. sure you're thinking, Hey, I want this to be my job. Were you just thinking, I kind of just want to do something with it. Yeah. I'm just like, I love this. I love being able to help friends find stuff that like works for them. I love playing with colors. I was always, kind of drawn to colors. I'm not very artsy per se, but like I love to be able to use color on my friends' faces to like create things and help kind of find the art in their face as opposed to like on paper. That was my way of expressing my art. And it started very young, but I definitely did not know that I was going to become a makeup artist. I thought I was going to become a psychologist because I've always been drawn to people and I was always obsessed with understanding people. And, well, you, and I mean, you definitely didn't stray like from that. No, not at all. It definitely is kind of hand in hand. Yeah. So you went to school, you got this bachelor of science in psychology. Um, mm -hmm. So what happened at that point? Were you thinking, 
hey, I have this degree, let me get a job and it didn't work out? Or did you think, you know, I did my time, now let's try something different? So I worked a year after school, I worked a year as a counselor, and I absolutely loved it. But unfortunately, I was kind of limited with how much I could help the students in the job that I was in. And so I originally had left to pursue my master's in psychology and in the interim needed to work to support my, you know, to pay for my master's. So I applied for a job at a local Nordstrom and the manager was like, I see you actually being a manager. And I was hired in to be a manager at Prescriptive and it taught me a lot about makeup and skincare in the industry. And that was literally 14 years ago, almost to a week ago. I started right before 9-11. So I will never forget it as well. It's like a very meaningful thing for many reasons for me. Yeah, and so I like, kind yeah. of almost, mm-hmm, and I sort of fell into it. That way I was doing it for, to lead up to school, but then I fell in love with it. And here we are 14 years later. Well, well so. before we jump to 14 years later, though, you, I mean, you're a manager at Nordstrom. You've now, you've yeah. now dabbled into this professionally, it seems. Um, but how do you go mm-hmm. from, I have a degree in psychology, I'm working on my master's, um, to let's, let's not do the master's, let's focus on this. So as I started um, as a manager of prescriptive, and a lot of my clients who were drawn to me were always drawn to the fact that I was able to really help them find the proper colors for them. And so after about 10 months of being with this one brand, Prescriptive, um, the team at MAC had asked me if I was interested in working with them because quite a few clients would always ask about, you know, the pretty mean girl at the Prescriptive counter. Like, she's so helpful, like, da 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 So it kind of was, I was asked to join that team, and then slowly clients asked me to start doing events for them. So I would be invited to do Sweet Sixteen engagements, bar mitzvahs, a lot of different functions. And then word of mouth, people started asking me. And that's how the whole professional aspect of it happened because I started getting really busy outside of the retail job. So did you finish your master's? No. So I actually, so the whole time I was working, I was looking at schools because I was applying. Ah. And so I was in. So I never fully finished applying because within 10 months I was hooked and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go all in with this and then see what happens. So I actually never finished applying for my master's, which is kind of ironic because I would have never gotten into the beauty industry if I hadn't left to pursue my master's. So it's kind of funny how it happened. It's it's even funnier uh, because uh, we're, I know the community we're in, I mean, most yeah. people are familiar with communities who, who, you know, cultural communities who uh, emphasize traditional jobs. I think yeah. it's safe to say that being a makeup artist or even as uh, an esthetician, esthetician, did I say that yeah. correctly? Even being an yeah, esthetician, esthetician is not yeah. a traditional job. Did no, you, definitely not. Did you face some kind of uh, pushback? on that or, or was everybody say, throwing a, a party for you? So it's kind of it was mixed. Um, the reactions were mixed. 
I think the community was very like excited when they found out I was doing something really different. I mean, the women who would come to me and ask me, they were excited to have somebody who was kind of a go-to person to ask because they'd never known of anybody who was East Indian who was in the industry. So it was exciting for them. But in the same respect, you know, when I was, I would be at functions and people would be like, oh, hi, what do you do? And I'd be like, I'm a makeup artist. And people would be stumped because they wouldn't know how to respond to it. So that is when I would get pushed back because people would look confused. And I realized in our community, I would have to go into a whole conversation about what exactly I did. Because the question was always like, well, is that your, is that a hobby? Or is that what you do? Yeah, that does seem to be like the natural tendency. I get that with podcasting. Mm-hmm. They can't really understand it possibly being a feasible career. I mean, that was back 14 years ago. It's gotten considerably better. There's still some pushback because anything that's non-traditional, anything people don't understand, they're going to kind of shake their head to a little bit, you know? Sure. I think there's a, there's a stigma to it. Yes. There's a stigma to it because what, what people don't understand, they automatically put in the like either negative category or I don't want to know more about or... They dismiss you. They dismiss. And so when I first started out, yes, it was a little bit, you take it to heart and I would take it personally. And then I realized, you know what? God gave me this talent and the people who actually love it and respond well to it, I'm going to focus on that and not focus on people who don't understand it and who may in their own way be knocking what I do. That wasn't going to be something I emphasized. You know what? I decided that a long time ago. Good for you because it, you know, words hurt. Words are powerful. Um, and for, for you to face that, that discouragement, essentially, and still stand strong. I mean, I'm sure you, you wavered. I'm sure you may have shaken. But the fact that you still mm-hmm. stood firm in face of that, that's awesome. And I, I just want to be clear, guys, uh, this isn't necessarily something for the only in the Indian community. Any community uh, faces this. This is something uh, yeah. just by nature of the fact that somebody's pursuing something people aren't familiar with, right? Yeah, definitely. Especially if you are maybe one of the first to be doing something in, in that industry, you're finding your own path. And so you're going to get a little bit of resistance because people don't know how to support you. And so I was really blessed that like my, fa- like my family didn't really understand it per se, but they supported it. In the sense of they were like, well, if you're going to do it, just be the best at it. That's great. That's even, actually really you know, great. Even though they didn't understand it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, to have that support, not everybody has that. And if anyone out there is listening to this and is struggling with support as you're chasing your dreams, you know, hit us up over here. I'd be happy to support you myself. So uh, that is awesome because, you know, I'm sure it wasn't easy. Yeah, definitely. It takes, the one thing I will say, I'm a pretty faithful person. I mean, I just, you know, my spirituality for myself is strong and it's definitely guided me a lot because sometimes you're going to feel a bit alone because, again, you don't have a lot of people to turn to and ask for, you know, advice from. And so I had a lot of, it taught me to have a lot of faith and a lot of patience and to do a lot of research because that's really what helped me kind of take the steps I needed to, to find my own kind of niche and 
make it happen for myself. Because if I had let the fear get to me, then I would have been kind of frozen, you know? Yeah, and it's actually, it brings me, brings me to my next question, actually. Did you have a mentor? Or were you kind of on your own this whole time, figuring out your next steps by yourself? So a lot of it was definitely figuring it out on my own because um, when I started so long ago, I really didn't, wasn't as strong with social media. So I didn't have an online presence at all. I mean, my website only has gone live in the past few weeks after 14 years of being in the industry. So there's a lot, it's a, a little bit of an uphill battle when you're trying to get your name out there and praying for people to say amazing things about you and then people to contact you. So there was definitely a little bit of um, an obstacle with that. And I didn't really have a mentor to go to to be like, what's the next step? What should I do? It was a lot of research online. It was a lot of reading about how to successfully navigate a career in the beauty industry. You know, I was reading a lot of blogs. I was anything I could read blog-wise, book-wise, I was always reading it. I would read whatever celebrity makeup artists would say, and even non-celebrity makeup artists. I just wanted to get as much knowledge as possible because basically everyone who was online was my mentor. I learned from everybody. So I think I just stayed open to what they had to say and not to, like, get stuck if I just didn't know the answer to something. I just kept researching. And, and guys, just for your uh, knowledge, Bindu's website is, um, and Bindu, correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, you know what? Tell mm -hmm. everybody your website. So my website is BinduInspired.com, and it shows my work, and it shows a little bit of my history, and uh, I'm excited to finally share it because now there's like a visual to what I do, even and if you didn't know me per se. And that will be in the show notes. If you if you have a chance to write it down because you're driving, please don't get in an accident or anything. You can check the show notes later for that and all the other links that Bindu may mention in this interview. And so going back to what you were saying, Bindu, you're learning this on your own and you're, you're figuring it out. Um, now you have all this knowledge. And, and if I remember correctly, you're teaching? Are you going back? Are you, are you passing it on in any way? Yes, yeah, so I've been really lucky to have been asked by my former teachers. When I went back for my aesthetics lessons, I really connected well with my teachers, and I come from a line of teachers in my family, so I think inherently I'm drawn to it. And so my teachers had asked me to come back to be able to show future beauty professionals that you are able to do anything you want to do. And so I've gone back recently to teach and there's something about when you're standing in front of you know young minds and you're like please don't ever feel not supported because there's so many of us who've been where you are and you can reach out to anyone at any time it's just a matter of kind of don't be afraid to ask for help you know so I've definitely taught technique and whatnot but I think what I teach more than anything else is to reach out for help where you need it don't be afraid to ask when you need help and Understand that everyone started somewhere. It was, it's rarely an overnight success for anyone. I mean, working hard is what leads you to amazing outcomes. It's not, it's very rare that someone just saw your work and then you're getting print work on a, in a magazine. 
that that's you just have uh, to work hard and be. I'm really glad I'm you said that. Yeah, it's not easy. I it's, think that's something key to remember. You know, I definitely I think people need need to just remember to stay working hard, keep at what you're doing, and trust that good things will come. You know, so I think I teach that more than anything else because I think not enough people do teach that. People well, get intimidated by stuff when you're very young and then they're like, I'm just not, I'm not going to do this. If it does, if it's not easy for them, they don't want to do it. And I try to teach that like sometimes it's not going to be easy, but when you break past that is when the amazing things happen, you know? Well, that's actually a great point you make. It's not easy. How long would you say it took for you before you were confident that this is going to work? I would say... For me, probably within two to three years, I just really worked hard on the retail aspect for me, was trying to get my name out there. But I would say within two years, and that's with no social media presence, that was just really word of mouth. And so nowadays, I feel like you can leverage that and make it a shorter amount of time by using social media and really honing your skills. And you can, it doesn't need to take as long. If you just work hard and are more um, conscious of who your audience is, you could definitely get to great places fast. But But be patient and keep learning. I think you you make a key point, though, is that you have to work. There's no substitute. I mean, you can be the most social, social network savvy person ever, but if you're not doing the work in the actual field you're doing, um, right, you can't cover up. People, People will know. Yes. Exactly. I mean, you could be beautiful and do beautiful makeup on yourself or have, you know, amazing skin yourself. But you, the key thing is how you translate that to your clients because people are coming to you to be the authority. So the only way you can be the authority and help someone else get to a great place with their own skin or skills with makeup or whatever it is that you do is by really practicing your skill because you have to be able to always know the new, the newest things and the best things so that you can offer that to people who are looking for you to have those answers. Now, Bindu, this may be an obvious question, um, cause, or at least okay. I, I think from what you're saying, I think I know what, you're gonna, what your answer is going to be. But um, looking back on your 14 years and your, your road to where you are today with, with Bindu-inspired makeup, uh, your spa, um, what is one thing you would change? I would change overanalyzing what I'm doing. Twist. I think when I was younger, I think, and I've come to learn this from just talking to friends and, you know, realizing that obviously if you, if you have a dream about something, it's a talent that's given to you, that was gifted to you. So there's a reason that it's always kind of going to be on your mind. So if you overanalyze that without taking any actions to do something, you're just going to cause this kind of stalling in your life and you're not going to move forward. And I wish there was a time that I definitely doubted more than I did. And I think now that I'm a few years you know, in, I realize I have to just try because if I don't at least try and say that I did, like I'll never know. And I still say to this day, Every time I meet a client, I still get a butterfly. And that tells me that I'm still excited about what I do and I'm still passionate about what I do. 
Because if I didn't feel those little butterflies, like, you get that feeling like it's like a nervous first date feeling. And mm-hmm. I get it every single time I see a client. And I love that feeling. I live for that feeling, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it. it your answer is a little, I love your answer. Don't get me wrong. It's a twist because I thought you were <laughs> going to say be more savvy with social media. Oh, no. No, but I love your social answer even more. Yeah, social media definitely helps. Like you said, social media is not everything. It's definitely great to supplement with social media. But you need to have the talent to follow it and don't let fear stop you because actually the, the part two to your answer would be so many people on social media talk about having negative comments and feedback given to them, and that could be very damaging. So you have to be stronger in your own you know, ability, like in your, you have to believe in your own ability more than anyone else because there will be people who unfortunately may be negative on social media. So for me, I didn't have to deal with any of that, but for me, it was my own thoughts that my own fear crept up. So my one thing that I wish I could change was being a little bit more trusting of my ability and my talent. That is some great words of advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. I think, well, I mean, you experienced it firsthand. And I think um, a lot of people don't realize that and may substitute um, the falsity of social media that, that social media can present, focus on that so much and forget, hey, you got to you got to do you actually got to do the thing you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, most definitely. So let, let's let's go ahead and fast forward to the 14 years. How did what? What was the catalyst for Bindu Inspired to actually come about? I'm, I'm sure, you, actually, no, I'm not sure, but have you always thought one day, hey, maybe? So I know for myself, like, I think my like initial dream when I realized it was like when I started loving makeup and the whole thing, my initial dream was I want to be like this great makeup artist that like people trusted and loved and you know, was like a go-to person. And like that dream was slowly supported and I started um, dreaming kind of a little bigger. And so then I realized so many people would always say to me, I love what you do. Like, I wish you had your own place. We would totally come see you. And it would be something people would say randomly to me a few years ago. And I started thinking, I would love to have my own space, but I just never sat down and really looked into it. I just was like, maybe one day. And then I, the more I heard it from Klein, the more it tugged at my heart. And I was like, you know what? There's a reason. I really do believe in science. And I kept having that said to me. And I would just see different things. And I'd be like, I think that's a sign. So I knew I had to go back for additional licensing in order to do so. And um, that's when I went back for my aesthetic license. And then once I received my state licensing, I really just was out there just practicing my skill, just trying to keep doing what I do, trying to get a name out there even more so. And then it kind of organically happened. I think I just was like feeling like I'm ready to start looking for places. And it, I mean, literally finding my space was kind of a fluke thing. I happened to be looking on Craigslist, and I saw a picture of the space, and I felt very drawn to it. I made a call, met with the owner. We completely connected, like we've known each other for like our whole life, <laughs> and 
you know, it's one of those things where that studio spot literally found me. I didn't find it. And it's all little baby steps for different parts of like an evolving dream. It was many dreams that just kind of unfolded. And I definitely 14 years ago, I wasn't thinking of a studio space. I just want to be a great makeup artist. Right. And then here now I'm like, this, it feels like home. My space is like my home, my, you know, where I can invite people to. And I've been very blessed because when people come there, they just feel like it's been the space. I couldn't have asked for a better location because it's very warm. And I feel like it speaks to who I am and people feel very welcome when they come there. Uh, yeah, that is the that is the essence of a dream chase, where you're, where you're mm -hmm. going after the dream you have, the dream you have initially, and, and suddenly more dreams are unfolding before you without even realizing. Absolutely, one hundred percent, I agree. Thank you, Bindu. This is fantastic. I hope you all are are loving this as much as I am. And I, I've known Bindu a while, so I, I've known. Uh, where she is now but to hear this story i didn't know all the details so this is i love it and i'm so Thank happy you. i'd love to be able to share it well know? i'm i'm so happy that that you found your dream that you're happy and that you know you're inspiring so many people not just in our community but those around you i hope so because i definitely i feel like i'm inspired by so many other people hence the name of my location the reason why Bindu Inspired resonates so strongly with me is because anyone that knows me, like you said, whether you know my backstory or not, if anything you know about me, you know, I'm always inspired by things, sights, smells, sounds, everything. I'm that person. I'm very receptive. So if I can share that a little bit with anybody and if somebody can feel a little glimmer of hope in whatever they're dreaming of in their life, then... That's definitely part of my calling, too. And I'd like to be able to share that, you know? And, and you definitely are. So, Bindu, we are now at that time where it's time for rapid fire. Okay. Are you ready? Do it. Okay. Yes, so, for anyone who's just tuning into the show, rapid fire is the portion of the show, it doesn't take long, uh, where me and my guest, Bindu, today, uh, we'll play a little game where we rapidly fire off items that fit into a category that Bindu will pick by choosing a number between one and three. Um, the first person to hesitate, say something obviously wrong, or repeat a previous answer is out. And and we judge it based on, you know, two friends playing a game. So Bindu, you have a number? <laughs> I love it. I do. I'm going to go with my life path number, which is number one. Music bands. So it can be. Oh, uh, just kidding! I, I thought we started. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm guessing that you want to go first. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you just. Hey, I love it. You're so excited for the game. Um, so I guess I, for those out there, it can be any genre. Uh, just has to be more than. Okay, between you and me, are we defining a band as more than two people or more than one person? Um, I would say more than one person. Okay, fair enough. Okay, you ready? Yes, I am. I'll go ahead and start it off then. Okay, so you two. Backstreet Boys. Poison. NSYNC. 
Detachment. Um, Rascal Flats. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear it. Rascal Flats. Ah, okay. Um, That's a lot of time. Menudo. <laughs> uh, bo- uh, boys to Men. Did you hear it? I'm sorry, Menudo. <laughs> boys to Men. Um, oh, no, no, no. Dixie Chicks. <laughs> um, oh, you too. Oh, dang it. I was going to say you too. Oh. <laughs> it's yours. I... <laughs> It's yours. I, you know what? I, I was, I said, I said you too, but you know, um, <laughs> that other band is in my head. The one that's so popular and my, my nieces are all about it. The British one. Who are oh, they? I don't know. Oh, um, One Direction. Yes. That's where I yeah. went in, but two came out. <sighs> Congratulations, okay, Bindu. I think, I think we both won, to be fair, because I did take a little long because Dixie Chicks was taking forever to come to me and I think it threw you off so I think we both won that's so sweet we of had you because that's the kind of person Bindu is right there it is I try to be fair <laughs> <laughs> so Bindu before we wrap up it's time for your corner what is one thing you would recommend to a dream chaser it can be anything a quote a book a song uh, something that they should check out whatever sky's the limit what would you say so something that's always resonated with me, even before I was in the industry, was a quote that I once read um, by Maya Angelou, and she said, people may forget what you said, people may forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that's something, as soon as I heard it, I was like, that's so true. And I, the one thing I would say is if you remember... If you remember that quote, you'll always remember to treat others with love and compassion. And if that's your starting point, you'll always make a connection with someone. And that leaves a very, very strong imprint. So, and that's maybe one of the best feelings in the world. So definitely read that quote if you're ever feeling a little bit down or off or the path is not as smooth I'm telling you, once you get past the tough stuff, it's really, really beautiful out there. You got to work for it, guys. You got to earn it. I love that quote. A classic for any dream chaser, guys. So definitely uh, keep that in your wallet. If you ever need a reminder, keep that in your wallet. Yeah. Bindi, you have anything else definitely. you want to share with the, with, the, with the team? Any last minute I thoughts? I last minute thoughts would be, just do anything that you do, whatever you do, whatever industry you're in, just do it with a high level of love and sincerity. And I promise you, everything else will happen how it's supposed to. And just be open to everything that comes to you and just always, always work hard and always trust that you have something to share with the world. And I wish all of you the best. And thank you for letting me share my story. I couldn't have said it better myself, guys. Thank you again, Bindu, for joining us. Uh, Till next time, guys. We're out. Take care. And there you have it. That was Bindu Mathai sharing her Dream Chase story. And what a story it was. Very inspirational. She's working hard. She's doing what she loves. She's prospering. It wasn't easy. And especially when she's surrounded by um, folks who are used to more traditional jobs and careers, 
it's an amazing fact that she is feet that she is doing this and she's happy and that's what's important and that's all I want for you guys if whether you're chasing your dream you're thinking about it or you just were wondering how do I do it this is how you do it if you have something you love go after it work hard for it and things will pay off and you know as you're doing this chase that's where the joy comes from not just the end goal but in the journey itself and I wish nothing but the best for you guys so definitely check out the episode notes you can find them at chasingdreamshq.com slash episode 11 that's episode 11 and if you guys aren't sure how you can read or see or listen probably listen to any of the other episodes do check out the podcast you can the easiest way to do it is to go to chasingdreamshq.com slash itunes but if you have any other way you want to check it out if you have android or a windows device whatever uh go to chasingdreamshq.com slash subscribe and that will show you how you can subscribe to the sh- to the show and listen to it on your device whatever it is now last thing i'm going to ask you guys to do before we cut out is if you would be so kind to subscribe rate and leave a po- not a positive but an honest review because truth be told this is a new podcast and i'm always looking for constructive feedback so if there is something i can do to improve or um include that you may be looking for let me know i do read all the feedback we get i'm not sure how to reply to it so um do know that i am listening and reading to it so please do that and if you're not sure how to rate and review go to chasingdreamshq.com/rateandreview it tells you step by step how you can do that so till next time when we talk with alex barker of the 66 day experiment keep chasing thank you so much for listening to chasing dreams amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams connect with amy on twitter at amyj21 that's a i m e e j 21 or leave a comment on her website chasingdreamshq.com we hope you'll join amy next week and until then keep chasing <laughs>